shoved out. I'm going to sit a little closer. Huddle round to We should all huddle into a little groove. Okay. I think this is covered in tree seeds. Let's get personal. Yes. Okay. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the UGVM podcast coming today from EGX and joining me today are Jamie. Hello. And Luffer. Hiya. And Zoe. I played Windjammers. And Toby. Hello. And John. Hello. Um, yeah, so we've decided probably uh, is a bad idea um, to record an episode actually here live from EGX in probably not the quietest place that we could possibly record in um, but we'll see how it goes anyway I can um, actually touch you just it that. is a bit weird yeah because I haven't done this with an audience before and talking to strangers <laughs> over the internet is a bit different to talking to strangers in real life um, but um, yeah and we also have possibly an extended audience because I'm sure people are looking at us and wondering what we're doing seeing as we have a microphone in the middle of us like some kind of campfire so <laughs> um, Probably what we should talk about today is the games that we have looked at today and some of us have played. And um, let's pick somebody to start. Um, well, seeing as um, Zoe has just stopped being a giant robot, yes. Um, why don't you tell us about being a giant robot? Uh, I got to do my first session with Nintendo Labo. Lab Lab Labo. Labo, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to be a giant robot which is fun, apart from the fact that I'm wearing big skater shoes and the uh, loop kept falling off. Uh, and it looked absolutely knackering. Uh, yeah, it was quite knackering, and also getting the string the right length is kind of difficult, and you only get five minutes playtime in the demo, and I think it took longer than that to strap me into the suit. And strapping in was done, like, you needed help doing that, so it's, like, yeah. it's quite an endeavour, isn't yeah. it? I also I noticed a... that they had the shortest woman in the world yes. <laughs> trying to put stuff on your head. Yes, she was about three foot six and attempting to fit me with a visor, which was <laughs> entertaining. Um, was... But you could lift up the visor, and it goes from first person to third person, and it's like mm. wizardry. Because you're just covered in cardboard. Most most of Labo itself is wizardry. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah it's it's amazing that without a camera, Switch has done the connect thing better than Connect ever did the connect thing. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, that was that was fun. Good. It did strike me um, like so I don't have any of the Labo stuff, um, and I haven't really been interested in it because when you look at it on a website, it doesn't really look like much. But when you see it all in the flesh, it's like wow, you do actually get quite a lot of things here. You know, you get. Um, what's the kit where you get a bunch of different things? It's like a, it's, it's a Toy-Con. It has a name, right? Toy-Con. Yeah, Toy-Con kit. kit. So that looks like quite a lot of fun. So now the 60 quid makes more sense because I can say, well, you know, this is like at least one day's worth of fun with that bit and one day's worth of fun with that bit. And now you're down to like 10 quid a day, which is nothing. If you've got like two kids, that's five quid per kid. It's just suddenly going from like expensive to like a, a bargain. And you also look at the price of how much Lego is as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Lego's not cheap. I know you can do a little bit more with it, yeah. but it's, it's, you know, it's, but it's, it's not, not just get a lot of Lego for 70 pounds. No. And you probably don't get more than two hours build entertainment for that. No. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, it's more, it's more about the kind of, the building of the items as much as the game itself, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. is that... And, you know, that said, like the, the kit where you get lots of little models, to me, makes much more sense as a proposition than spending quite a long time building a robot. And then like, it looked fun, but it looked like I probably wouldn't play it more than a couple of times, the actual game of playing yeah. the robot. But if I, if I play four things once, I'm still playing four times. But if I play one thing once, I've only played once. See what I mean? Yeah. 
or value for money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So aside from Labo, so what else have you played today that you are looking forward to getting now or have changed your mind about things? Or? Uh, I've changed my mind about Team Sonic Racing because okay. it's made by the same team that made the other two Sonic Kart games and they were both good, but, but this isn't. Um, people are wheeling uh, cleaning trolleys around and, and, and I wish they would. <laughs> Can you clean after we've recorded? Leave the mess. Did, did we invite you into our podcast? I don't no. think. No. So Team Sonic Racing, they've removed all of the characters, they've removed the transforming, they've removed the soul, and they've added some weird team play mechanic that nobody wanted no. because it's not very good. Frankly, uh, there's, there's a um, some kind of girls driving fruit vehicles racing game like Mario Kart type thing that's coming out soon or is that, I didn't recently. see that yeah. that, looks got, more, that looks more fun that just sounds like Wreck-It Ralph yes exactly yeah but it, okay. it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Wreck-It Ralph but that's well, obviously I'm, where I'm on board the thing that. that that looks more fun to me uh, yeah. which is a big shame but. Yeah. Yeah. It also it wasn't running very well I mean it's I, it's not released yet is it but it's not I far off so, release no. like the frame rate was all over the place which for a racing game where it's all about speed and smoothness for me that's like a big mark against it yeah and this is on we played it on the PS4 it's almost certainly a PS4 Pro that they're going to set in there because yeah. they're not going to put anything else in there surely and yeah it wasn't oh you say that I was uh, me and Luffers were playing NBA 2K Playground 2 catchy name it's not even listed on the games that are here oh, um, right. on a PS4 original release model not even the slim oh really um, and that was really good fun it's surprisingly good fun actually two like player that. I don't know what yeah. the single player it's like NBA like. Jam with giant heads in a bit more well that's, that's what the, the original um, Playgrounds game yeah. was kind of aiming for and didn't really do very well they added a load of stuff to it and kind of re-released it yeah. or relaunched it and that was better so well, I, I quite enjoyed that I was, yeah, the 2v2 uh, was a lot of fun I'm yeah, that's, that's, can you push people over yes. yeah there is a push mechanic yeah. good well that's yeah. all you need yeah yeah um, I played This Is Pool, which is made by the Hustle Kings people. I played a lot of Hustle Kings on Vita. You wouldn't know from watching me play This Is Pool. Mm. I tried to win a T-shirt three times, and I don't have a T-shirt. They did. I did ask them, and they said nobody has won a T-shirt yet today. No. So. no. Well, they said that they have now because they have twice lowered the threshold. Right, okay. Originally, you had to get 15, and then they lowered it to 10, and then they lowered it to 8. How do you get 15? There's only 10 balls on the table. Because it re-racks each time. Oh, I see. So right, you put okay. them all, then it re-racks, you put them again. Yeah. And each time it re-racks, so the first frame we play, I think there are five, four or five balls plus the black, yeah. and you're not allowed to foul on the black right. or you're out, yeah. and you have to pot a ball every shot. Yeah. So once you finish the first frame, it re-racks, but the second rack, you have two blacks, right, and in the okay. third rack, you have three blacks, and so you get fewer yeah. balls you're going to hit. Uh, it, 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 it looked to me like it was basically, you just keep putting balls until you stop, and it was just a normal kind of ball otherwise, but yeah. Okay. Um, the balls did look very shiny. They did. They looked incredibly shiny. And, and the actual... Um, they put a lot of effort into the background graphics on it, and it looked like it was taking place in some um, posh cafe halfway up the Shard or something. Well, yeah. to be fair, Zoe did spend the first five minutes looking at the demo splash screen thinking that was a game. <laughs> I was getting yeah, confused. <laughs> there was a guy sitting in front of the, the screen, and he'd been there for about five minutes, and I was watching going, why are you, are you just sitting there taking up a spot staring at the demo reel? And I didn't realise he had a, a handheld switch in his hand and that that screen was just showing the demo reel. It's yeah, like when you're yeah. a kid and you go to the arcades, you don't put a coin in, but you just waggle the joysticks and watch yeah, the, the screen. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's yeah. what somebody was doing. Yeah. Actually, that's how I spend most of my EDX, looking over people's shoulders, because then you don't need to queue. That's true. There's a lot yeah. of queuing. Yeah. You don't catch a cold either. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I have a 100% unalloyed 
record of catching the goal. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. this time. Is I'm it just because you come in contact with other people? Yes. Come, come, okay. come, no, come, if you put I'm, him in an isolation chamber, he'll still catch a goal. I still oh, really? yes. oh, maybe, maybe you're the source of the goal. Yeah. My ploy That's there was um, to do the VR demo that I wanted to do today first. So I got in quite early before the VR headset was all slimy because everyone had had Okay, well t- tell us about the VR game. So the game was uh, Titanic VR, which is not something I ever intended to buy, but I knew that it was coming out and I thought, oh, okay, well, I can see it now for free and that scores me um, the experience without having to buy it. Um, and it's all right. Like, you know, I've said this before, I think the strength of VR is when stuff is sort of between like zero and five meters from you where the sense mm-hmm. of 3D is really strong. And the bit that I saw, you were in a rowing boat quite a long way from the Titanic as it went down. So it really almost could have been just on a cinema screen. It didn't really feel like I was getting a lot of value out of the VR. Um, uh, But saying that, it did give me sort of the heebie-jeebies watching something so big go down into the water. You know, that's kind of impressive, but not a strong recommendation for me, really. But having said that, I've only seen a small part of the game. I think there's some other bits that are a bit more interactive and gamified and I didn't get to see So did you see anything actually on the ship or did you just No, see so the, the ship was so far away that it was it was a black looming shape with speckled lights on it. I couldn't see any like people or definition on it. Right. Was it just... like the um, the blue whale demo but from a lot further away? Yeah, yeah. So the you know so the blue you, whale you demo is amazing because it comes right up to your face. Yeah. But if the whale was yeah, you know, half a mile away then it's yeah, it no. loses all of the intensity, basically. Yeah. Well, you'd hope that was just the intro and they have you running through the corridors and being chased by waves and I, things. I, when, yeah, they offered me two. They said there was an interactive and a non-interactive. I said, which one's the best from a comfort perspective? And they said this one. I didn't want to make myself real rough for the rest of the day. Um, so it may be that it's better if you actually have the whole thing. Don't know. Do you still have trouble with um, VR yeah. illness, then? Yeah, well, I mean... the practice? Yeah, I'd, I've not like they talk about getting VR legs or yeah like sea legs um, I've not had that what I find is if I had a, if I have a bad time in VR it's a bit like you know if you get food poisoning it puts you off like whatever it was that gave you sickness yeah. for a while so you don't want to eat cream or you don't want to eat ham yeah. or whatever so I get that and then like I just don't play VR for a while because I get put off but then you go back and have a good VR experience and I become an evangelist again yeah. so um, it's just it's so extreme it's either extremely good when it's good it's very very good but when it's bad it's awful I suppose yeah. <laughs> it strikes me something that's difficult to get used to though because each game or each experience is different surely like, like yeah. the speed at which you travel through whatever it is and the amount the amount that things move around and the amount yeah. that you need to look around yourself mm. and interact with stuff surely that changes it as well but you do get used to it I mean playing through The Vanishing of Ethan Carter in VR was, um, was the, the break point for me that, that was what enabled me to be able to use joystick steering instead of having to use like teleport yeah. or 90 degree or 45 degree rotations. Yeah. Well, this other nonsense thing that we saw, there was another, I can't remember what game it was, we were watching somebody play this other game and they were doing, doing this like, they were doing like, this, like skiing motion with the, yes. the, the, the sticks to oh, move yeah. around and yeah. that seems rubbish. I don't know. <laughs> I've not tried it, but I've, I've seen it as well. Yeah. Well, was it last year or a few years previous when they had some somebody brought one of the Omni treadmill things? Oh, you had a go on. Oh, that was no, ages ago. Yeah, but yeah. it looked that was before any of the VR kit was strange. actually released, so it was a bit pointless. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I've never had VR sickness, which I think mm. I'm very grateful for. Because might, I hear other people get it bad. You're younger than me, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, He's I younger think than it's, all of us. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's an age thing. Like, because yeah. as a kid. You're, you're willing to accept the world because it's fresh and new every day and as an adult you have like expectations <laughs> you're, you're somewhere in the middle <laughs> yeah. right 
It's not <laughs> only that, it is actually a brain development thing. Yeah. Um, kids don't have the um, visual plus ears disconnect yeah. um, that adults do. Um, yeah. So they haven't learnt to throw up when they yeah. go on roller coasters, whereas yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't stand roller coasters anymore. I used to, well, no, roller coasters are fine. I'm not good roundabouts. At I can't do roundabouts anymore. But I used to like. Oh, not not road ones. Though, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be quite difficult trying to get around. How did you get through the car park at the NEC? <laughs> yeah. I um, no, I remember when I got my first DK1, and I'll have been um, 28, 29, and yeah. I played a hacked version of Portal because obviously you would, and mm. put myself in an infinite drop. In VR, oh, right. um, oh, that's just bad. And it wasn't actually that bad. It kind of kept getting faster and faster. I was like, whoa. I mean, whoa that, that's whoa, like forward trippy. movement, though. It's the sideways movement that gets me. Like, okay. I'm I can go forward as much as you like. It's strafing in VR is like instant okay. fast. Whereas yeah. I didn't have any trouble with strafing. It is, it is the rotation that was troublesome for yeah. me. So, left, uh, God, I don't even know. Whichever thumb moves to your rotation normally. Yeah. Um, that originally completely threw me. Um, is that called your? Is that your? Um, oh, well, yeah. Flat rotation yaw, anyway. Yeah. Mm. I'm doing gestures, that's no good on a podcast. Yeah. Like a fish swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I play? The first game I played was called Valferis, Valfaris, which yes, uh, yeah. mainly played because it's the first one when you walk through the door, uh, which is a turrican e shooty shooty bang bang game that seemed quite fun but I'm not very good at 2D shooters. I thought it was really nice looking like they've gone for a sort of 90s metal uh, lots of blood lots of swords like the aesthetic like they've, they've whatever they're going for they've hit it perfectly mm. um, and I used to really like Turrican as a kid so um, I'm quite looking forward to getting that. They gave me a steam key for whatever the prequel was but I can't remember the name of it so I'll check that out when I, I get I wonder home. if it was that that was one that we saw last year there was two or three games of that similar kind of description hmm. last year here so I wonder if this maybe it may be the same game again just further along no, no, but uh, okay also played uh, B Trip which uh, no not B Trip I'm, I'm, re I'm reading about B, B Kind and Kid Trip uh, B Kind, B -kind um, which is a game about bees where you are a bee and there's nothing left to pollinate, so you have to find things to pollinate to save the world. Um, it's an eco game about bees. It seems cute. Uh, and Kid Trip, which is a kind of running game where you die. I played... Where you die. Where I die. Yeah. I played World 1-1, <laughs> one, one, and I didn't get more than 30 seconds in without dying <laughs> on 15 occasions, and then I stopped playing because I was making myself look like a twat. Yeah, so it's, it's basically a uh, 2D auto-runner um, platform game in the style of something like Wonder Boy or um, Adventure Island but with a forced scroll um, and all you can do is jump and shoot and that's it jump and, jump and, and die throw or something. Oh, and you can die yeah, yeah. that's true yeah. um, die a lot. well I, I was on the stand next to that playing the sort of sequel Milo and Kate a, Milo, it's not Milo and Kate it's, <laughs> I think it's Milo and Kilo or something it, but it's, 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 it's uh, Miles and Kilo Milo, Miles yeah. and Kilo yeah so it's basically it's, it's, it's the character from Kid Trip only now he's joined by a dog and it's not for scrolling anymore, but otherwise it's more or less the same kind of thing. And it's got massive chunky graphics, and um, you know it's quite nice. There's, there's, it's very simple, but it was fun. I actually yeah. enjoyed the previous game quite a bit, even though it was incredibly hard. Um, so yeah, that was quite interesting. Uh, I played Windjammers. I've never played Windjammers before. No, I've you've heard played Pong before. Though, I've played you? Pong before. Yeah. This is better than Pong. <laughs> it's Pong with throwing. Yeah. yeah, I've heard speak of its legend. 
yeah. but I've never had a chance to play it and it's really good. What sort of game is it? I haven't seen it. It's uh, Pong with throwing. It's Pong with throwing. So yeah. it's 2D? Um, basically, um, it's air hockey, except you catch the disc when it comes back yeah. to you. And it's, and, it's and, absolutely and you, not a frisbee. And, and you are it's definitely not wrong then. And you are no. controlling a human rather than a paddle. Yeah, okay. You're basically running backwards and forwards trying to stop somebody throwing a frisbee into your end. Yeah, and you okay. throw and when when you catch it you throw it back, back right, to them. Okay. Okay. In a mega very sort of graphics way. Yeah, it's a Neo Geo game yeah. originally. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but cool. it, it's just it's very frantic, very fast paced and very mm. kind of loud and brash and it's got that kind of like nineties um, arcade ness yeah. and yeah it's great. They did do a remake. Um, for PS4 and possibly other things as well last year I think yeah um, which is more or less the same game with just different graphics but this is the original coming out this again, is the original so, yeah. yeah so and it's coming out on Switch the, I think they said 25th of October yeah, so I will right, be yeah. picking that up online play as well I think oh even better I believe uh, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath also coming to Switch announced three weeks ago and apparently they started development three weeks ago on the Switch port <laughs> um, that was the explanation they gave me as to why it kept coming up with prompts telling me to press L2 and R2 um, but isn't it they just open it up in Unity and then they just click centre switch? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that just how they do it now? I'm you, sure. You would think, but apparently it doesn't, <laughs> up, it doesn't update the button prompts. No. Um, so that was yeah a bit embarrassing. So um, I discovered I've got completely false memories of playing that. I've had it for years, um, probably on Steam originally, or possibly even as a pirate copy donkeys years ago. And um, I thought I played a few hours of it and it was just too crashy, but looking at the play, I do not recall any third person perspective at all so I suspect what's actually I didn't either is oh no I, I, thought, I thought it was Maybe it was uh, first person as well in fact on the last episode of the podcast thanks for listening on the <laughs> on the last episode uh, uh, John and I um, uh, Tubes and I um, we talked about it and said um I said it was a first-person shooter, and he mm. went, "No, it's third person." So and I, I thought, mm. "Yeah, okay." Because no. the only bit I actually remember is the um, the funny ammunition, which is you know, you shoot insects ammunition. and stuff, don't you? They're great, mm. little bugs, squigs, all sorts, and um, sort of loading those up into the crossbow and whatnot. And yeah, I don't recall any of the rest of the game at all, including so the press L two and R two. The uh, I finished it. I really liked it when I played it. I'm not sure I play it now because having seen it today, it did look a little bit dated, but. Um, it's got a good story, but it definitely did always have third person in it because there's a bit halfway through that I can't tell you about because it will spoil it. But that bit would only work in third person. Is um, it entirely so third person? The, or no, the game switches first between first and third. That would explain. So there's like that. combat sections in first person. That would explain. And it yeah. switches to like a platformy um, third person bit. Yeah, but the, it's always had that. That was the bit you were playing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the camera and the movement and the jumping doesn't feel very good. Yeah. And to be honest. I don't think it feels very good. It felt very good then. No, but when it first came out, they were still figuring out what to do with two analog sticks. So yeah, I mean, it, it came out. Um, he said it was '05. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a year or two before that. Yeah, but I'll take his word for it. But either way, it was after Jack and Daxter which had a free movement second stick camera and double jump and did it a lot better. But you yeah. don't play a game like that for the mechanics. You play a game like that because it's got heart and interesting characters oh, yeah. and a cool universe like. I'm willing to forego a lot of the mechanics stuff that you would expect from like a first-party Nintendo game, say, because I've got like a crossbow that shoots squirrels, <laughs> and like I am a, you know, it's set in the Wild West, but I'm a, like a weird beast creature. Like, it's sufficiently left field that I'm willing yeah. to give it a yeah. bit of a pass on the mechanics. Yeah, it's a kind of thing that I play and have a go at if it's three pounds in a sale. It'll probably come out at 20 quid and nobody will buy it. Um, and the only other thing I played is... Persona 3 Dancing in Moonlight, the Persona 3 
dance game spin-off. And I really like Persona games, and rhythm games are the only games I'm good at, but fuck that game. It's the hardest game I've ever played. <laughs> you were playing it on hard. Was I? Yes. Oh, bollocks. I was going to tell you, but then I thought no. Oh, well, that might be why I kept yeah. failing. Yeah. But there's... So basically, it, you've I got think Toby was playing it on easy as well. It was for me. It was <laughs> yeah. easy. I mean, I don't know oh, what mode okay. I was on, but for me, I cruised no, through it. I, I had, so had a nice time. Honestly, you've got three inputs on the left, uh, corresponding to up, left, and down on the D-pad, and then you've got three inputs on the right, um, which are the triangle, circle, cross, and the notes are coming from the middle to the edges but they're doing both sides simultaneously. So unless you either have a really small screen or you're really far back, it's borderline impossible to actually see what's going on because you're expected to be hitting both of them at the same time and in different combinations and actually just keeping up with what is going on. Well, you're just moving your head around trying to work out what's going on. You know, when you play Rock Band or Guitar Hero, there is one small area which is where your note hits the track and that's what you're staring at and everything else is just kind of immaterial. This doesn't have a focal, it's got two focal points you need to be looking at and the, the opposite ends of the screen. Yeah. I so, don't think it was set up particularly well for how it was because they make you stand right in front of a massive TV. Yeah, and that's so, not ideal. yeah it's a 42 inch TV and you're about what, 12 inches away from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, having to move your head to look at different parts of the screen, that's yeah. wrong for that game. Yeah. Playing it on whatever easy or normal I was on, it was fun. It felt a bit like Samba de Amigo when you have to pull the shapes. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, like the pose bits in somebody and you go, it's okay. Had yeah. this kind of mechanic where you have to scratch on the touchpad of the PS4 controller to do this kind of <laughs> type noise. I think that's, like that's it make an ideal Switch release, really, on the tiny screen. Yeah, it would. It would be a good Switch game. Yeah. Uh, it probably won't come to Switch. In fact, it on Switch would be probably the only time that it would that silly D-pad on the Switch would be good. <laughs> Because Maybe. you would you would have two symmetrical kind of identical three button setups, yeah, and it would work really really well for that, more so than than a traditional G pad or an analog stick. So yeah, they should do that. They won't, but they should. The original one was Vita or PSP, wasn't it? Uh, I, it was it was is four the only previous one? Dancing game, yes. Four was on three sixty as well. It was three sixty and PS three. And. I want to say it's in PS4 as well, but I'm not sure if that's actually the case. They did a fighting game as well, didn't they? Yeah, that's Persona 4 Arena. Yeah. I think. Was it Up All Night? Was that the Persona 4 yes. game? Yeah. yeah. I've not played any of them. No, neither. I've, neither I've played 4 Golden and 5. That's yeah. my... Uh, yeah, that's, that's everything I've played. I've got 7 on my list to get to, but they're all the kind of games that will have 4-hour queues. I do really want to play Dreams. Um, and I watched somebody playing Untitled Goose Game. The queue was too long, but I, I also want that game. It's the only reason I came, and yet the queue was massive, and yeah. there was only one unit playing it. <laughs> I think they, I think they underestimated the popularity of that. Yeah, um, I tried to play Into the Breach, but every time I picked up the controller and started a game, I got a message saying this account is logged in playing a game on another Switch, and they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. That's they all, that's they the all upgraded. Yeah. yeah, they all upgraded to um, the new firmware yesterday. Then well, yeah. probably so shouldn't have done that. No, wait till after the show. Probably not. Um, okay, we'll have somebody else then. So uh, John, who has never been on the podcast before. Um, is there anything that caught your eye today? Um, Wargroove, but I haven't actually played anything so far today. Okay. Well, we, we can talk about Wargroove. We, 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 we can do. Yeah, Luffer and I uh, played Wargroove, and I was excellent, and he was not. It's um, definitely not Advanced Wars. No, we did have quite a long chat with one of the guys on the Wargroove stand, and then played Wargroove itself later on at the Switch stand. 
and it's 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 advanced wars. It obviously is. So there's more units. There's different COs. Uh, there's different powers, um, but it looks like uh, Advanced Wars, and it plays like Advanced Wars. It's Advanced Wars. Is it actually the same size grid? Because it looks like it. It looks very much like the same similar. size grid. It's the same graphic style. It's just as colourful. Um, but it's, it's set in like med- medieval fantasy rather than. It appears to be, but some of the units appear to be not. Oh. So some of them are, and some of them are not. Some of them appear from just from the, the flicking through appear to be like mechs, which don't really okay. <laughs> gel with some of the others. It's from all over the place, but um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that they use at great pains to tell us was different to Advance Wars is the COs. So your commanding officer that you have uh, in the Advance Wars games, they're not actually on the field. They just hold back and they charge up their powers and they use them as and when. Whereas in this case, they actually have the CO on the field as a unit who can attack as well and needs to be defended. If you uh, kill the CO, as I did. Um, then uh, you win. Yeah, my my rookie mistake was actually putting my CO straight on the front line and absolutely dying instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Is the CO in attention. this game basically um, a Tanya from Red Alert? Uh, yes, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking more about the uh, the generals in something like Total War. Mm. But, um, yeah, but that kind of thing. So, but so it yeah, does have good. asynchronous gameplay, doesn't it? We it does. Which yeah, is very exciting. So I asked the man, and um, I was I was amazed. Yeah, there's asynchronous, essentially play by mail gameplay so you can take a turn and then tell somebody you've taken a turn and then in their own time they can take a turn and yeah I'm basically describing the words that I've just said yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah but that sounds really interesting um, you know so other games like that I've, I've been into quite a bit in the past including the Wii chess game which I mentioned uh, which not many other people were but that played exactly the same way so um, that's a good thing so anything else that you saw uh, nope, I queued up for half an hour for Life is Strange 2 and decided it's too long. Yes, it's oh, sound next week. Yes. And <laughs> so. you wouldn't, what, why would you want to free play a yeah. chunk of Life is Strange 2 anyway? I it I seems seen like a weird, so weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best thing to, best, best position to be in when you start it next week though. You have absolutely no idea what's going on. Yes. Yeah. I've avoided everything. Yeah, yeah the queues is I've, quite I've a weird thing, isn't it? Because you've got yeah. like games like Spider Man that have massive queues, and, and you out. can go out and buy it now yeah. and play it. Oh, um, you, Destiny, I'd, I'd um, like Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to try Spider Man because I don't have a PS4, and it, like the whole world is talking about Spider Man right now. Yeah. So I'd quite like to know what the fuss is about. So I guess that makes a bit of sense. It does look great. I, I, I took a picture of the big Spider Man yeah. thing they got there, but yeah. I, I looked just, over somebody's shoulder. It looks like um, Arkham, but with swinging, and that's. That's, that's what piqued my interest good. in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The traversal is apparently amazing. It looks brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, haven't played it. Right. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, well, Jamie, who also hasn't been on the podcast before. Indeed. Um, so I, I'm under a bit of a, um, a, a been a bit short-handed today because I turned up to about two hours later than everybody else. <laughs> um, but on the way in, I stopped and had a look at Arca's path. Um, which okay. appears to be a VR Marble Madness affair. So it's a third person, you're chasing a little icosahedron um, down a, a not, uh, it's a more sort of pastoral affair than the, um, the geometrics of Marble Madness, but basically that's what it is, and you swing the world around, and uh, you move yourself as well to, to, to move where the, the ball's rolling. Um, seemed okay, wasn't very nausea-inducing, um, which is nice, obviously. Um, and I might try that some more at home if they've got a demo version I've not looked yet. Um, as mentioned earlier, I shoulder surf more than play on these things, partially for the infection 
<laughs> point of view. I don't want to be touching those things. I did notice actually in the toilets here they've got physical taps, which is not something instead of infrared, you know. So some, you have some, to touch things right. in the toilets. I, I understand terrible. that every time we do the podcast, we do talk about toilets. Okay, <laughs> but this doesn't have to happen all the time. Oh, it does. But I do have to say, the toilets I used did have infrared taps. Oh. So, you know, just. Oh. Have you taken any pictures to go on your Tumblr? No, because they're toilets not in video, in video games. games. They're they're video games. Oh, toilets in video, video games. Game My God, that would be quite limiting, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back and take a picture of the same ones again next year. Yeah. I wonder if I was playing the toilets wrong. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Hmm. But apart from that, so I've been looking over people's shoulders for um, uh, various games. The ones that um, I took photos of, which is my cunning technique for noting down things to, to go and download later, is uh, The Gardens Between, which is, uh, it looks like a cross between um, Braid and, oh dear, I don't know, some sort of Brothers, traversal game. Monument Valley? Bit Brothers, Bit Monument Valley, yeah, yeah it's, it's got the style Brothers, of yeah, Brothers, yeah. Um, the, the, the windy roundiness of Monument Valley. I thought um, it looked like Nebulous, because you're like going up a cylinder. I've never played like that, course. so yes. I wouldn't have caught that one. Yeah. Um, with a Braid style. Uh, time winding as you move mechanics. So you move the timeline backwards and forwards, that, that decides on your um, looks like a brother-sister combination pairs positions. Um, you can choose to interact with bits of the environment. As you go forward in time the, the effects will change. You can wind back and re re revert there. either revert them or do them in sequence in different orders to get different effects happening. Then you get up to the top of the spiral and you win and it's uh, gorgeous, really good looking. So I'm rather looking forward to uh, checking that one out some more. I hadn't heard of that one before. so It's on the Switch eShop at the moment. I don't think it's out, but there's a panel on there somewhere for it. So What's it called again? Something Gardens? The, the Gardens, gardens between. between. The Gardens Between. Yeah, looked very good. Um, and I actually caught that on the way to go and look at the Untitled Goose game, which does still look hilarious. It does. Um, read the write-up on uh, Eurogame the other the other day. Um, thought that looks good. Geese are bastards, and it <laughs> would be fun to play as one. So yeah, I watched somebody else um, stealing gardeners' radios and hitting them with a, um, a fork and various other bits and bobs. It looks good. Um, reminds me a little bit of Horace Goes Skiing, and I'm not quite sure really? why. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm, Is it I'm, because they're both games? Possibly. <laughs> I'll work on that one. I'm not quite sure why it did it to me, but there it you go. It was the skiing, I think. That was the yeah. problem. Yeah. Am I too young for horoscope skiing? It's yes. Frogger was skiing. It's, that, was, that was the first video game I ever played at home. That's yeah. 1982. That's before I was born. Yes, it is. <laughs> but then most things were. So. <laughs> Um, that's it so far. The other, otherwise, um, I have just been aghast at the number of people playing games that have been out for weeks. I don't understand why people are queuing up to play games that have been out for weeks. Also, I generally, okay, I like looking at people playing them. I've got no interest in queuing up for two hours for a game, which is huge, regardless of what you think about the game. It's going to be huge. There's going to be coverage everywhere. There's reviews of it. It's all over YouTube. You know, just, okay, you don't get a hands-on necessarily, although in many cases you do because there's a demo available. Why you come here to play queue up for two hours to, to look at it? Or they okay. give it away for free, like um, Destiny 2. Yeah. And they've yeah. got at least 40, maybe 60 stations set up here for that in a little zone. It just seems so pointless. Yeah. They have, yeah. They have more stations here for Fortnite than anything else. And Fortnite is available on all platforms for free. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. So, so understandably, I've been avoiding all of those anyway. So, EGX definitely has form for it, though, because they've had massive Minecraft enclosures the last couple of years. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, yeah it, is, it is apparently a thing. I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I would wager that every single person attending has at least one device about their person that can play Fortnite for free. Yes. And, and they are queuing up to play Fortnite. <laughs> of course. In, in fact, okay, so I came with work, which is a school. We came with a busload of school kids. They were playing Fortnite on the bus. Yep. And they're here playing Fortnite. I boggles the mind. Did they have, like... Does that work on a bus? I don't know how it's working. But I was going to say, because like, you're hopping mast to mast for your network connection. Okay. I can't no. imagine it working. I don't know. Well, we were yeah. stuck in traffic for some time, yeah, so yeah. that may have <laughs> worked. I don't know. But anyway, okay. So, anything else? That's it. Okay. Um, Luffer. Yeah, so a lot of the games I've played we've already covered because we've been travelling around together mostly. So the basketball game and the pool game, etc. And war group. Um, the one thing that I've played that hasn't been mentioned yet is Baba is You, which... Andy and my, or DK and myself were playing. Yeah. Uh, it's well, you were playing. I, I was, was just yeah, you were pointing at the screen, and, um, <laughs> and I was failing to understand at all. <laughs> it's, it's, I couldn't. I started off by watching someone else play it and hadn't got a clue what was going on. Then I picked up the controller and kind of figured some of the stuff out. Yeah. So I just like I just like to see how you describe how to play this game. It's it's difficult, it's, yeah, it's a really tough one. So it's the graphic style is very much. Uh, kind of like Spectrum early uh, Commodore kind of graphic style with it, the it reminded me of pixels actually the yeah, I was going to say chaos. that's what it looked like exactly yeah. I was going to say chaos um, but it's a completely different game but it's yeah, just, completely it's different. just, it's, yeah, that's yeah. just the, the art style is yeah. reminiscent of that but the it's a block pushing puzzle game I would say as mm -hmm. it's core mechanic mm -hmm. um, but it also throws in uh, nouns and verbs where you have to solve uh, a small phrase so there'll be items in the level, uh, such as flags, or walls, or uh, water, and there'll be actions like, uh, what's it, what's it, uh, win is the main one, Yeah. Uh, there's one that's kill, or deceased or something, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and move. There's move and stop, and, stop, yeah. and then there are um, words like is, so yeah. you have to, put the, the words are the blocks in the game that you have to push around, and you have to line them up next to the yeah. it to basically make word. a small sentence. So you can yeah. have uh, flag is win, which then you touch the flag and you win the level. Or you can have wall is win, and you touch the wall and you win the level. Or you can have... You uh, can have wall is you. Wall so is, instead yeah, of so Baba yeah. being you, you then become the wall and you move all the walls well, around. We haven't actually covered the fact that you, you, you start as Baba, don't you? In the yes, middle. it was some uh, kind it was of... like a little rabbit, rabbit character. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can, you can change who you are by making the you a different thing so you you is a block in the game and you can change the you is to any other item in the game pretty much in the yeah. level and you have to try and figure out how to win the level yeah it was it was genius i thought it is and it is very difficult to describe probably um, very difficult to bug test right i mean you know, I you so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's one. There's one level that he completed, and I'm pretty sure the way he did it wasn't the intended solution, yeah. because it looked very complicated. And he basically just said something like "wall is win," and then walked into a wall. And since most of the level was made of wall, that seemed far <laughs> too easy. Um, but, but it worked. But that worked. And I said to him, I think I bet there's the same level later on, but you're not able to do that. Like lemmings, where you would yeah, have a yeah. level earlier on when you have all the lemmings, and <laughs> then you right. get it later on and you only it, have blockers, and you're like, how do you do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. something along those lines. But, it, but it, it's very clever. It really made you think. Yeah, and it made you feel clever. When you've done it, you've just gone, ah, yeah, that's done it. <laughs> it, it made is. me feel stupid because I couldn't comprehend it at all. There are certain phrases that are stuck against the side of the level, so you can't move them. 
Yeah. So there's like something like water is kill, and that's stuck at the edge, and you can't obviously push or push it. So like global, water will so always be killed. Yes, that would be yeah, like it pretty much is. Yeah, it's yeah. like playing with computer programming, game designer, language, and grammar all at once. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's, too many moving parts for me to work with. And I could, one when the solution was presented, I could see. It's like cryptic crosswords. I can start yeah. at the end and work backwards and see how you got there, but I couldn't work forwards to do it. Um, just not the way my brain works. Yeah. But not you. But indeed not. <laughs> So that's kind of the only thing I've got to talk about that we haven't already spoken about. Okay, um, well, that leaves me, but um, I've, I've, oh no, we've still got some more for you to say. Well, the only thing I haven't mentioned, uh, I had a chat with the developers of Manual Samuel, which is a game I've already played, Okay. Um, the first 20 minutes of it. It's on uh, Xbox Game Pass at the moment, so I played the first 20 minutes. Is this the one where you you literally have to do all these kind of body yes, functions? Yes, so Samuel, you, remind him you play as Samuel things. and you have to operate him manually, yes. hence Manual Samuel, <laughs> yeah. so that would include uh, manually blinking. If you neglect to blink for about 20 seconds, the screen starts to blur and you have to do <laughs> another blink. Yeah. Um, you control each arm and leg independently, so in that sense it feels like a lot QWP. like Octodad, Daddy's Couch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quop. Quop yeah, yeah. or Surgeon Simulator, so it's in that genre of games where the controls are intentionally bad yeah. and the fun is had in trying to overcome that and not wreck everything in the level. Or trying to wreck everything in the level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I played the first 20 minutes um, and it has a cooperative mode and while I was playing the first 20 minutes I was thinking this, this is pretty fun, I'd like to play this with my son, my son's 10. And it's, I think it's like a 15, like age-rated game. Yeah. And I didn't, like, in the first 15 minutes, a few fairly brutal things happen. You get run over by a car, you have to go to the toilet. And I was like, right, I don't know where this game's going to go from here. Because it's one of those games that could go in any direction. Yeah. Um, but Toi toilets again. Yeah, toilets yeah, again. Just, yeah, yeah. Did you take a picture? I didn't, know. Oh. But, you could, but it's not, that's <laughs> not my thing. You can, I've told you. Off you go. Fine, okay. Um, and it's like, not my thing. It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which way the game was going to go, but I thought this looks like a fun one to play. So I went and looked on um, Common Sense Media, which if you're a parent, it's quite a handy website that tells you why games and films got their rating. Yeah. So you can say, okay, well, it's, it says a swear word in it, but that's a swear word I'm okay with. Yeah. It doesn't go into like rape and self-harm, so I'm going to let my kid watch this or something like that. Right? Um, I, it's not on there, this game wasn't on there, so I wasn't able to work out what its sins were that got it its 15 uh, rating. So I spoke to the developers today, got them to tell me how bad it gets, and they didn't want to spoil it too much, but by the sounds of things, I think it's probably okay for a 10 year old. Um, it sounds like it's more a case of it's, it's bad because of the things you could decide to do in it yeah. rather than things that happen. Yeah, they, they said it was no worse than an episode of Adventure Time, but they got the rating because it has one swear and it has bodily fluids, at which point I raised an eyebrow, but what they meant by that was going to the toilet, um, yeah, which is, so, you know, everybody does that, so I don't really see what the problem is. Um, so, yeah, so looking forward to having a go on that when I get home, basically. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Pretty much everything I've played, I think, has been covered by everyone else, but um, I, I would say... Um, the, the main thing which I was really impressed with was um, uh, Baba is You, which I'd seen a little bit of before, but I couldn't understand how it would work. Now I understand a bit more how it works, and I think that could be really good. 
Um, I think it might depend on how, how long the game is and you know whether after so many worlds in it starts to repeat things and falls down a bit then but certainly the way it is at the moment that looks really good and, um, and Wargroove as well which I've had my eye on ever since they announced it which was probably back when the Switch originally came out and for one reason or another it's just been delayed and delayed and delayed um, but yeah that's definitely a, a contender for Advanced War I think Advanced so Wars. It's also a contender for um, joining one of the worst naming schemes there's a lot of you know war somethings, war face, yes. war frame, yeah. war groove. Yeah. I have no idea which one's which. <laughs> Not a clue. Uh, can I go on a rant briefly? Oh yes. Yeah. Go on. Right. Since we're here, and I was looking through the list of games at Res, and I like pandas, mm -hmm. and then I noticed there was a game about pandas, and I thought, all oh, right, okay. And I looked at the name, and it's called Chill Panda, because it's about a panda who is chill. <laughs> the word chill is not an adjective. No matter how much people, especially Americans, and now most British people, choose to treat it as an adjective, it isn't an adjective. It is a chilled panda. The panda is chilled. He is not chill. He cannot be chill. So at least he isn't chillaxed. I'd rather he was chillaxed with an ED. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. He can't be chillax. That's not a thing. They should do a crossover with Portal and do chill chow. I'd play that. Uh, yeah, they should. No, There'd be arguments about whether she's pronounced shell or chell. Yeah, I refuse to play shell your shell. game on principle. If you rename it to Chilled Panda, a name that makes sense, then I will come and play that your game. That would suggest they were in a fridge. Yeah. Mm. Or, or that he was chilled. Or he's wearing he, a bit of it's, it's not chill, comma, panda. No. Okay. It's not like you need to chill, panda. It's that panda is chill. Maybe it's his name. It could be its name, yeah. It could be. A proper noun. It's not. Chill the panda. Okay. No, it's just an abomination of speech. Um, also, public service announcement. Apparently, Sonic's out on the Japanese eShop. It is. Yeah, I played it on the bus on the way here and then completed it. So. <laughs> and it's got new challenge modes never before seen. In it a, does. In a I barely told Sonic you this. You, I, this is my news. You're yeah, but you probably weren't going to tell them. <laughs> Tell them. I like the way we're all gesturing towards the thing in the middle of us as if yeah. that this is, is our listener. listener. Yeah, that is the listener. <laughs> We've now seen the listener We've and it's unpersonified the listener. We've turned the listener into a small black box. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. <clears throat> right, well, that's it then, I think. Um, I've got nothing else to say uh, apart from it was a very long way here and I've got a very long way to go back again, but at least I don't have to drive. So that's I do. something. I yeah. do. Uh, I do, do have to cope with all the kids going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? That's fun, especially. Yeah. But anyway, so um, uh, yes, thank you for taking time out from all of the games that we came here to see to talk about some games instead of playing the games. So yeah. let's go and play let's some more games. Let's we should go and play some more. Let's go. Let's to go to a queue. Uh, no, I haven't got time to crow for a queue. <laughs> <laughs> the queues are too long. But uh, anyway, yes. So join us for a proper episode or a different episode or uh, a more normal episode at least um, sometime in the future. So thank you for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya.